Hey everyone, happy to have you here for another episode of Legacy Matters. Today, as usual, we will talk about whatever comes up with a slight leaning toward discussions of preserving your legacy, preparing for things to come, and sharing stories we find amusing. All right, Jim. All right, Sam. We are uh, here again. Yeah, we're going back. We're going behind uh, Sarah's back and recording a solo. I know. Solo podcast. Last the, the, time she was sick. I know. This, this time, time she's just not here, and we're testing out some new equipment. And yeah, you know, this can be uh, B side. Yeah, this can be B side. That's cool. Yeah, well, this can be bonus tracks of right. some sort. You know, deep cuts. The de- <laughs> Jim and Sam, deep cuts. Uh, <laughs> oh well, there you go. The equipment's working. So, uh, yeah. What what day is it today? It's Monday. Mm. Monday, and it's cold again. It I was feel really like, cold yeah, this morning. Really, really brisk out there. This is, is starting to remind me. What it's was brisk. that? What was that uh, Canadian show? Yeah, there. Or, you know what no, I'm talking not about? The Red Green Show. No. Uh, uh, no, it was, it was what, what John was, Candy and. Yeah, it was. No, it was the guy uh, with the little stocking cap, and I think they had a radio oh, show. Good oh, day, or something well, like that. What the? What? The, what am I thinking? Was of? it Rick Moranis? Was it? I. I think Rick Moranis is Canadian, and right. I think he did a a parody of a. They did. Radio show. But wasn't there a Canadian song, like, too, that went along? <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm oh, to... Canada, our home and aid. Jeez, I got to find yeah. this now. Um, was it uh, Rick Moranis? And then who's uh, who's one of the Blues Brothers? Yeah, I think that's getting a little bit closer. Yeah. I don't know. I'm. I'm we're already starting off with, like, some crazy random thing. Well, <laughs> you know, I mean, I think we have not necessarily, well, it's, it's crazy and random to you, Jim, but it is, uh, us remembering the past. It huh? is, isn't huh? it? Yeah. Yes, it is. I've been doing a lot more of that lately. Well, I think everyone has, I've noticed maybe it's, it's like when you drive a red car, you notice all the red cars. Yes. Right. But I, I've seen, more and more fond, thoughtful remembrances of things gone by lately than I've ever seen before. Maybe it's always happening, but I'm noticing it more. You know, I'm well, part of it, a couple of Facebook groups. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I feel the same way. Um, I mean, for me, so recently, like this last weekend, I just went to uh, Colorado and looked at colleges mm-hmm. with the kids. And what part of Colorado? Uh, Fort Collins, and then we looked at also Denver State. I lived you know, in Colorado. Fort Collins. Oh, that that's right, you for did a couple of years. Yep. Yeah. And did you like it there? I really did. I yeah. loved it. I still have some some great great friends living out there. Yeah. Um, no, it was a really really sweet town. That's that's where uh, I mean that's where Kate and I got to know each other. And um, oh, it is. Yeah, I mean, we had met each other before that, but that was where we really got to know one another. And we lived in just the cutest little old brick house. I just have fond memories. Hmm. Fond memories. So did you guys move out there from Minnesota? Because you met here in Minnesota. I met here. Um, I moved Fort Collins with a good friend of mine and uh, Kate. And did she follow? No, she absolutely not. She oh. very she refuses. <laughs> She did not follow. It was her plan all along uh-huh. to uh, not stay in California where she had moved. Right. It was. <laughs> right. Okay. All right. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, Hi, Kate. Yep. Yeah, she would not follow. Okay. No. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, going there, looking at colleges reminded me of my college experience and mm-hmm. probably how lame that experience really was going to a small college and yeah. looking at the possibilities of some of these larger colleges and, but you know, I went to larger schools and, and wished I had gone to smaller schools. Yeah. You know, I, as I say that though, I developed some great friendships through college, which I would not mm-hmm. trade for anything. I mean, really, I feel lucky for I, that I networking. I kind of like, like I was just 
one little cog in a big machine at a big college. Right. But I that was me personally. Yeah. Some sure. people thrived. I mean, yeah, I absolutely thrived at them. So. And I did pretty well at my small college. Seems more your style. Yeah. I liked it. But when I go to the large colleges now, well, of course they weren't large back. I mean, they were. Right. But I mean, the facility is so sweet. Oh, I they've mean, got a nice, that's I'm looking a really at, nice school in Fort Collins. Yeah. And the living experience. Pretty modern. They've, yeah. I think, kept that place modernized. Right. You know? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's a, it's a good school. It's, it's good, a great good school. Town. I mean, wonderful. I think it's probably grown a lot since we were there, but. Yeah. Uh, it definitely has because uh, our tour guide was explaining the amount of change and remodeling and the additional facilities have been added, including a stadium. You know, right. which is really nice. That's only like a year old. Yeah, I think it was stadium. a. It well, let's just let's say I was part of its buildup. I mean, when I was right. out there, I, I was doing. That's where I kind of got started in construction. Yeah, painter. Yep. yep. And um, they they couldn't build houses fast enough around the Fort Collins area. Loveland, sure. Fort Collins, that whole area just was booming. Right. So. It, you know, by necessity, I'm sure it's changed a lot. So. Yeah. Yep. But you had a good time out there. I had a great weekend. Very fun. Um, I had never been to Colorado before. That's just uh, nuts went to, to me. Boulder. You never Boulder's been to... beautiful. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Great college there too. Yeah, really. That, I, yeah. Boulder's kind of always been a standout. Mm-hmm. Pretty There's place. no way. No way it's going happening. To... No, huh? no, that's too, really too expensive. expensive. Yeah, super yeah. expensive. Um. But that, beautiful. That whole town is super expensive. Yeah, I mean, it's a really great place. <laughs> I mean, walking around that town on a Saturday afternoon yeah. was, I was like, oh my gosh, this is one happening town. Yeah. It's, it's very cute. Wonderful. I mean, it's, you know, everyone's doing their it's thing. A, and it's, it's yet another one of those places, like, uh, I, I think of South Minneapolis this way. Yeah. I think of certain parts of St. Paul, like, just sort of the happiest places on earth. Like, right. I don't know what it is. Just everybody's out mowing the lawn at the same time. Right. And they're cleaning the sidewalk. Just... Well, we're downtown uh, Boulder and they have all this artisans, you know, and craft things that are out there mm-hmm. in the in between the shopping and restaurants and uh, street performers are out there doing their thing. It was very fun for all of us to kind of walk around and just take in the atmosphere and take in the sights. I mean, you have the mountains in the background. Yeah. It's, it was quite a fun afternoon. It, it's got a hike in. I mean, it's gorgeous too. Yeah. There's no denying. It's very gorgeous. Yeah. That's yeah. one pretty place. Yep. yep. Coors. Got a hike in. Coors. What about Coors? Coors beer. As we drove by, we saw the Coors factory. Oh, is that out of Boulder? Well, yeah, it's, well, it's not in Boulder, but it's on our way back from Boulder. Okay. Yeah. Boulder to Denver. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I never drove that route. Yep. Colorado Springs. Is that where? Oh, that's her. That's her little things. Uh, Rocky Mountain, whatever the heck <laughs> oh, it Colorado is. Colorado Springs is a town. Down yeah. There. Well, that is, I believe that's it. Don't ask me, Sam. I was driving. Everyone else was sleeping in the car while I'm driving around Colorado an hour here, an hour there. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think they they just take. I mean, don't they make cores just with the with the rain melt right off the mountains to just I take the water right in? Yeah, that's right. There's a little stream <laughs> that runs alive. right by the <laughs> the just, brewery, and they just go out there and the, you know, big tube. Yeah, yeah. Um, Anyways, yeah, it was a good weekend. Colorado's great, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, thought about my college experience. You're thinking about your early days with Kate and oh my painting and yeah. Who knows what the old else days was going on? And God, that was a Fort lifetime Collins. ago. It seems like. Yeah, you didn't I mean, have any kids then. No. No Pre babies. Kids. Pre kids. Right. Yep. Love the babies. Yep. So, we did a little bit of that. Um, well, that's good. What? Yeah. Uh, what, what? Oh, I'm uh, getting a little. I'm distracted now because I have a little spam call oh, on my phone. Yeah, yeah, the spam calls. At least I remember to turn the volume off. That's so it comes up <laughs> and it says spam likely. Yeah. Mine, does it say spam or scam? Scam likely. Scam likely, right? Yeah. That's what mine says. I'm just curious because uh, that's uh, like 
now I've got some setting on my phone where where it's supposed to send the bulk of those to straight to voicemail. Oh yeah, which the blocked call I believe. Yeah, if it if it suspects it's a scam call, then mm-hmm. then it just sends it to voicemail, which is great because then my my phone isn't ringing. Right, but my my voicemail is filled up with, and I know you're talking about this. Yes. My voicemail is filled up with these, these messages from numbers. I don't know. And each, each one of them is exactly the same length and duration. And completely. You, and you turn it on and you're like, ah, oh, yeah, I already know. But I have to listen to every single one of those. Just why? Because, because it's my work phone too. So, Oh, I, of course. And, and it happens right. to be like, you know, whether it's 28 seconds or 31 seconds, it happens to be right around the same amount of time that a person right. takes when they leave a message. When they read their little cue card. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yes. But, but I mean, like when potential clients call us, mm-hmm. and they're like, hi, my name is so-and-so, and I'm calling because we have a older a home kitchen that we want or... remodeled, and yeah, blah, blah, blah. By the time that, like, that ends up being right around a 30-second message. Uh-huh. So... They must know the average length of a message left by people or something. So when I go on my voicemail and hit, that, by the way. hit play or whatever, it automatically gives me a little translation, you know, a text translation oh, yeah. of it. So I usually can see, right, you know, I just kind of look at it and, you know. And bam, it's gone. Yeah, it's yeah. gone. But yeah, it's the same old, same old. So right, it is kind of funny. Yeah, they drive me nuts. But what are you going to do? I don't know. I mean, I can't. I can't turn my phone off. No, and I can't either. I mean, let's see here. I've got a couple scam likelies and then got my call from my dentist too today. Oh, yeah. Or actually, I should say a voicemail because I missed my dentist appointment last week. Oh, no. This is the, I never miss any appointments, ever. And I was in Colorado Friday. No, you're, you're a very punctual man. Punctual yeah, and, and uh, really yeah. on top of the schedule. I am, yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's your thing. Nope, I'm never late. No. Nope. Um, but I feel a little guilty now because I missed my dentist appointment. It's one of my favorite things to do. Is your dentist your friend? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yep. Do you have you been to the same dentist for for years? Years and years. Yes. Yep. Years and years. And um, I love getting my teeth cleaned. Mm, I do too. Actually, I do never you? used to. Yeah. See, that's weird. I love it because most people do not like getting their teeth cleaned. Oh, uh, most people I know don't. Yeah, I suppose that's probably too, true. I've uh, <laughs> I had my I had my final two wisdom teeth taken out about. Oh yeah, I remember six, that. Well, last winter sometime. Yeah, because it was cold out. I remember that's right. that. And uh, it didn't go so well. I, I mean, mean, yeah, the, I, it wasn't like I had the option to do you know to get put out, mm-hmm. um, put under. I suppose they say. Uh, I had the option of it being like surgery versus in office mm-hmm. extraction or whatever. Right. And I'm like, yeah, you know, the, the bottom two came out just fine. Like, just go ahead and pull the top, yank them. You yeah. know, they should have done it at that time. But the dentist at that time told me, you don't want to get four teeth removed at once. Right. Because your That's mouth, a lot. it's a lot to deal with, yep. you know? And I was like, nah, just do it, because I had the right kind of dental insurance that would have taken care of all of it. And he's like, no, nah, I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. So, so that was years ago. And then, uh, and then this guy, I just left him, because why not? Mm-hmm. And uh, this guy was like, oh, it shouldn't be so bad. And he was a very nice man. But yeah. um, it was bad. It was like they were struggling to get it out, weren't oh, they? Oh God, he had to break them into pieces oh. to pull them out. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, dude. <laughs> now, okay, because yeah. I got my one wisdom tooth taken out, yeah. so I have the other three. Um, what did they give you? I mean, just a shot in the gums? Yeah, just local. Yeah, but no, like laughing gas or anything no. like that. No, just the numbing of yeah. your gums. Just local anesthetic, and and. I mean, he was very apologetic afterward. He's like, I, had I thought it would, was going to be this hard, I would have not done this. But kind of once you're in and done, you're yeah. committed. You know? Right, like, yeah. But uh, and I think he could see from the, the sweat dripping down my brow and <laughs> 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 the pain looked in my eyes. That, yeah. Like, but, all, but honestly, I wasn't all that bothered by it just because I, like, I find it pretty relaxing most of the time being reclined in that chair and 
you know, I mean, granted, so, this time he was messing with me too much. Yeah, I mean, he's pulling your tooth, but I find the same thing. When I get my teeth cleaned, I am so incredibly relaxed. I close my eyes, and I would say usually the same person's been cleaning my teeth for years. Yeah. Are you Are you doing okay? Are you okay? And I'm like, yeah. And are you sleeping? Yeah. I'm like, no, but kind of. I'm really, you I know, it's you just really there. relaxing. Oh, I fall asleep. And uh, I straight up fall asleep in the yeah, chair. They the can person, be messing around. They can yeah. be like, like just chiseling away at yeah, plaque just or whatever they're doing. You the know? Little, yeah. yeah. I'll be like, oh, God, I'm sorry. Was I, was yeah. <laughs> it's like, very relaxing for me. I just love it. You know, uh-huh. now obviously that has a lot to do with the person cleaning my teeth, and oh, probably yours too. No, I don't. You know, I, I, uh, you're not a switcher, are you? Do you I've switched? A switch? No now, loyalty? Nah. Wow. I mean, I'll tell you what. The last uh, two or three years, I've been going to the same place. Oh well. No, no, that's good. That's yeah. a that's a record for me, and it's because they're so nice. Right. You know. I finally found people I really like. Yeah. And because they make this, the, they make the appointment and send me a reminder. Yeah. Before I, I even have, like, I don't even have to be a part of it. Right. That's the real key. It is. Like, because if they were like, now don't forget to get in touch with us in six months. Or if they, like my old place, they would send me an email. Yeah. And I'd be like, wait a minute, I have to respond. Yeah, that doesn't decline. work. No. They're, this one, they're like, all right, we'll see you on uh, November 18th. Right. And like, oh, okay, whatever. You already got it scheduled? And they're like, yep. And then and then they push a notification to my phone. I get a text message or something like that. Right. right. This is where it all went wrong for me. Uh-oh. They called me last week Uh-oh. before Colorado. Yeah. And they left me a voicemail, which is great. And that was usually nice that's all I need, right? Yep. But we were pretty busy last week. And I'm getting ready to go to Colorado. So I just did not. I saw that they called and I was like, oh, I'll listen to this later. But then oh. that voicemail just got buried, right? Yeah, I've been having that happen a lot lately. And too. then I'm in Colorado and I get another message. I see that they're calling. I'm like, oh, I missed my appointment Friday. So so if I would have got a push notification, um, that would have kind of brought it up. A little bit. Yeah. I probably would have called. Different way of com- compartmentalizing yeah. things. I mean, obviously, I could have just listened to my voicemail and called. <laughs> so yeah, it's not like I'm voice that ma- Voicemail is damn near dead, Jim, and you know it. Yeah, I do. It's, I do. It's really close to dead. Well, even when we call each other, all of us, like if, if, I, go, if I get your voicemail, I do not leave a message. No. There's no, you know? I mean, I don't think, I'm not even sure that kids know what voicemail is anymore. Most of the kids I know don't even have their voicemail set up. So we have uh, we have two new phones coming to the house, um, just because it was time. It's yeah. been a couple of years, and we're just yep. upgrading and updating and all that. But uh, it means it means our old working phones that are still fine, um, but those are going to the kids. Those are going to the two boys. Right. And these are going to be at least one of them is going to be. Uh, have a SIM card in it and, you know, be connected to the world. Right. I'm nervous about it. With the SIM card? I'm just nervous about connecting my children to the world. So they don't have cell phones right now, do they? They they do, but they're not... Oh, I see what you're saying. Only just... They're no calls. Yeah. They're Wi-Fi enabled and all of that. Mm -hmm. So, like... It wouldn't be long before they figured out how to make calls from home over the Wi-Fi anyway and all that, but... And in fact, uh, well, they already do know. Tyson was down in the basement talking to someone the other day, and I knew no one was with him. And I'm like, "What's what going are you on?" Doing? Yeah. Well, it's Maddox. It's like, oh, he's talking to a friend on on Google Hangouts. Uh-huh. Like, oh yeah, for sure, he can make little phone calls. Ah <laughs> oh, man. But I was thinking kind of of the uh, the relative unfairness of it because when I was a kid, everyone had a phone. It was just attached to the wall at home. Right. You know. Had a cord. Yeah. But it was no it was no thing for me to call a friend and spend hours on the phone. Like my parents would yell at us or whatever. But right. But that was the only way you could get get a hold of a friend. I mean you couldn't text them. 
Right, but I mean, I, I here I am. Tyson's in sixth grade. Like, yeah, like, and he wants to talk to his friend. Yeah, and I and I'm sure when I was in sixth grade, I would have been, I would have been hanging out on the stairwell or something with the cord stretched as far as I could, could. get it to yeah. to get my privacy. But I would have been, I would have been allowed to talk to my friend for an hour or something like that. Yeah, I mean, I was doing that too. I mean. We had the kitchen phone on the wall, and then the door to the basement was, you know, one foot away, and you could take that nine-foot cord. Yeah, was it the curly cue kind? That yeah, it was the curly cue. Yep, and then you close the basement door, and you sit on the steps yep. going into the basement. Yep. But think about, the, think about the funny thing about a nine-foot cord, because that's about what it was. Yeah. My mom could pick up the phone kind of walk all the way across the kitchen with it. Yeah. You know, Jane kind of between look, her shoulder and her ear. Yeah, yep. that's right. You know, look into the rest of the house, into the dining room and living room area yep. around the wall. Make sure the kids weren't listening. Right. But I mean, you needed that nine foot cord. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that thing really stretched. I, I mean, someone when I was a kid had like a, you know, 50 foot cord or oh. something that was so... Yeah, tangled up, and then every now and again you'd have to disconnect it at both ends uh-huh. and just like untangle go, it. Untangle it. Like right. Go bring it out into the yard. Uh huh. Untangle it. Yeah. The cord. That's pretty funny. I mean, it really <laughs> is. I mean, I mean, think about that. It started out. It started out with just a little two foot cord, probably. You know. Yeah. And someone was sitting around thinking, you know, we could make that cord longer. And I you sure could would. actually walk around. Well, it started the room. out. It started out with the with the microphone and the earpiece. The earpiece had yeah. a cord on it, but the microphone was stuck to the wall. So that's or, right. You know. Yeah, and then the, you finally got that actual receiver. Yeah. Oh, both in each end. You know, yeah. it's got one side you could talk <laughs> into, the other side listen from. Oh, those were brilliant days. I'm sure. Brilliant. Yeah, I wasn't there for that. Happy to say I wasn't either. (laughs) (laughs) This is the first time we haven't aged you. Oh, my gosh. But I was there from the rotary to the push button. So was I. I mean, when when we got the push button, that was cool. That was kind of like techie. Oh, made life so much easier. And then it it allowed for... uh, Faster dialing. Bing, 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 bing. Faster dialing and for, like, uh, Matthew Broderick. Wasn't it Matthew Broderick to uh, play war games? Oh, like that's right. Once you yes, got, yes. Because all of that, right. all of that coding happened then. Instead of like when right. you did the rotary, it was clink, 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 mm-hmm. and that would tell it what you were dialing. Right. And when they got push button, that was like tonal. Ping. It's yeah. tonal. So each one has a different tonal, you know, tonal quality Very to ET. it. Ooh, yeah. Ask. Oh, that was yeah. days of ET. I believe. Uh, wasn't he on a speak and say? Did wasn't that what he was using? <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. You and your speaking we were just, last week. Yes, we forgot all about that's that. right. I forgot about the ET thing. Yeah. That was a speaking sake hooked up to like a right. rotary dial phone or something, yeah. wasn't it? Or maybe it was. Or maybe it was a push button. I don't know. I we got to like find that out. Rotary. This could Oof. be. We may have just figured out the origins of oh, all of oh our. Oh, my God. We just <laughs> fixed it all. Yeah. Jim. It's a combination <laughs> between speak and say and ET. <laughs> fixed. Wow. Yep. Done. So I think there's a reason why um, a few of the people that I've talked to about our podcast that they say that um, the ones where we have where we interview people are better. Yeah. Well, you know, because otherwise you're just like this is like just getting lost inside our world, which is scary, scary stuff. I know. It's embarrassing. Yeah. I mean, do you really think? (laughs) I know. I mean, I'm only imagining what we sound like right now. Yeah. Didn't, didn't ET have like on top of the, the speak and say, I'm sure it was a speak and say it. And, and it went around. It was phone home. Yeah. But didn't it have like some sort of crappy little, little antenna too? What are you going to do? Look it up. Yeah. Oh man. Oh man. Here it comes. You're clinking, clinking on the, I know on the keyboard. No, it's good. It's good. I'm, I'm sure people are, on the edge of their seats, everyone's asleep. Oh, for sure they are. Yeah. So what do you got? We're <clears throat> you're strictly looking up what ET's phone looked like. Oh, I'm trying to. Okay. 
you know. Hmm. Hmm. We've yeah. got all of this construction going on behind us. It's amazing how quickly they put up those buildings. It's funny when you pull up ET phone home, it has a picture of ET with a cell phone now, of course. Oh, yeah. You well, know. it's a lot easier for him. For sure it is. I mean, you saw those chubby little fingers of his and stuff. Like, not to, I'm not. No, but why, not why would they not just show think, the classic photo? I'm just saying, what I didn't understand about, it's one of the things that, even as a kid, it sort of bothered me. That E.T. was part of this advanced technology, this advanced civilization that could travel across the universe and do all of that. Right. But, like, he couldn't open a letter. If no, he, tried. he couldn't do anything. He had like those that. big, bulbous, weird fingers with no, he had no real dexterity in those fingers. I don't get it. Why? He didn't need to. He could use his mind, I think, and control things. Oh. Wasn't that it? I don't know. Seriously. Did you just explain it for me? So, like... Kind of. So, the so, reason they didn't need to worry about ETs, I'll let you, I'll let you tell us what you found in your oh, deep research of... Uh, oh, the battery just died, so... Because I'm not plugged in. <laughs> are what you a, serious? What a <laughs> bunch of budge tech guys we are. <laughs> We're so budge, we don't have cables to throw our... To charge our devices. You could have been charging that all day, and you know it. Um, I could have. So, so ET. So yeah, there was an image of the little speak and say thing. Um, but he didn't need speak and spell. Actually, is what it speak is. Speak and spell. Oh yeah. He didn't need uh, manual dexterity in his hands. Then he didn't need fine motor workings in his hands because uh, he could do it with his mind. Is that what you're saying? So if we learn... Yeah. Remember, he kind of made the BMX bikes fly and stuff like that. Yeah, but it's one thing to make things fly. <laughs> Here. Here's a picture of the speak and spell thing. Remember oh, that thing? Oh, that's right. It was a speak and spell. Not a, It wasn't the twirly speak no, it and wasn't say or see and, and say. See and say. Oh, yeah. Speak and spell. See and say? Is that what you just said? <laughs> I think that's what it is. Yeah. See and say. See and say. Maybe. Right? That's, yeah. Is that the other thing? Darn hmm. it. Well, anyways. Um, well, we've completely and utterly Ugh, wasted, wasted uh, nearly a half hour of your time at this point. So, um, I'm sure listen, people... we try not to swear on this show, so uh, I'll, I'll warn you ahead of time that I'm about to swear. But uh, we will uh, take a little break and try and get our shit together for you. <laughs> <laughs> And as we do, uh, hopefully, hopefully the next wasted 30 minutes of your life are a little more cohesive. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. I can't believe you've made it halfway through already. I'm sure you can't believe it as well. Uh, if you are not a family member of mine or Jim or Sarah's, uh, that's even more impressive that you've stuck with us this long. Uh, don't forget to visit our website, www.andalin.app, or uh, if you're in interested in the institutional version, you can always check out kineticlegacy.us too. Anyway, thanks for listening. We'll start with the second half. All right. So. All right. We're back. Against better judgment, we decided to come back. Yep. I know. But. Um, no, it's cool. It's cool. Yep. During the break, we were uh, discussing E.T., and I found this little thing on well, you got your the internet. Oh, I got the computer plugged in. Yeah, you got your laptop back up and running. Yeah. That's good. All Full right, what'd power. you find for us? What'd you find? So, does ET phone home mean anything to tech generation? That's the question, right? Tech generation. Yep. Who And who's the tech generation? Well, it doesn't... You, you do your reading, you know, I'll look it It up. says here, in 1982, the world fell in love with an alien who used a touch-tone phone as the inspiration for making an interstellar call to his planet home planet 
a mm-hmm. uh, little blah 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 and so if you think about this what is now considered obsolete technology phone wires a speak and spell and a turntable to make a high tech signaling signaling sig signaling yeah god i can't even talk That's today right. Right. machine in et a year later and this is what you were talking about in war games matthew broderick uses a discarded soda can tab to hack a dial tone on a public payphone. Remember it well, yeah. Yep. It is hard to imagine you know how, many how public these... public payphones I took apart after that? A lot. No, none. Well, no. I remember taking them apart. <laughs> did you try and did oh, you try for sure. they were get doing a free call? But anyways, it says here, it's hard to imagine how these scenes would play out in pop culture created today. Touchstone phones and landlines are largely become relics of an analog era. Only 30 years ago, E.T. Yeah, 30 years ago. Um, I'm, you know, and the movie makes, makes reference to cellular technology, wireless no. internet access. Which is, one does? Well, th- that's what they're trying to I- imply in this. I'm kind of skimming through this. But the idea that you can make an interstellar call, you know. Through, oh, sure. Very interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I suppose E.T. with his, with his nimble home. little fingers and his... Well, he put it all together. dexterous little chubby hands there that he could manipulate screws and wires. I see that's the thing I just don't understand. You're saying he did that all with his mind. Well, I think... Well, I don't know. I don't remember the movie now, you know? Did E.T. put the phone together? Yeah, that was... Uh, no one else could do that. That was high-tech. They should have put a Sony Walkman in there somewhere, too. They probably weren't out yet at that point. We got to watch that. We got to watch a clip of him putting that phone together. Because I think the boy helped him. I don't think so. Really? No. He has little E.T. hands putting the whole thing together. <laughs> See? That's what you're, you're saying. Yeah. No, I, I hear what well, you're saying. Because when I was a kid, like, like for fun, I would take everything apart. It sort of sort of upset my parents occasionally. My mother would get mad when she'd come home and find things taken apart. But like, like I'd break everything, you know, my alarm clock and stuff like that. And I'd rewire things so that mm-hmm. things happen. I don't even, I just messed with stuff. Right. And I remember as like an eight year old seeing ET thinking like, ain't no way with those chubby fingers. Look at that guy. He couldn't possibly do that. Yeah, I mean, there's no, there's no twisting the wires together or anything like that. Yeah. No. Good luck, man. He couldn't even touch those buttons. That's what I'm saying. Speak and spell. It never occurred to me when I was eight. Me neither. That that he could have just done that with his mind. I just kept thinking, movies. So fake. (laughs) (laughs) That movie was great. I loved that movie. I mean... When they take off on their BMX bikes, I, I had a little like, crush wow, on Drew looks... Barrymore too. Who didn't, right? Yeah, but I don't remember how old was she in there. Uh, Drew Barrymore, I think, was born the same year I was. So for me, it was appropriate. To have okay. A crush on her. <laughs> no comment for I... me. I mean, I definitely I totally had a crush, saw where your mind crush went. on her and Charlie's Angels. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> a little later on in life, you... right. Yeah, no. but she was also in um, what's that other movie where Poltergeist? Yep, that was her first movie, maybe oh, or somewhere no. in that. I, I feel oh, no, like wasn't maybe she on was a Polter- sitcom too for oh, a while? Jeez, Louise, you know I I have no actual clue, but um, well, I, I want to say that she she probably it probably was E. T. or Poltergeist or whatever yeah. one of those, but she wasn't the child in. Do you remember that? I think the name of it was maybe the 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 Inferno, the the oh f- yeah yeah or a Firestarter. Oh God, no, she wasn't. No, she fire- wasn't in that. Was she? Hmm. I don't remember, but I remember Firestarter. That's a different one where the girl could shoot yeah. balls of fire. Yeah. No, there was one that was, was a good like one. like some super <laughs> high rise Manhattan apartment 
or uh, not, you know, not apartment, but, but some big giant building was burning up and they were trying to get out. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember. You know how life is when you try and remember back to, to the things that happened as a kid. I remember watching Flash Gordon about 15 times when I was a kid. That I remember HBO that too. From, like, yeah. God, they were the giving... soundtrack to that was great. Uh, that was the, that was Queen. Flash. Oh, was it? There was yeah. Queen. Mm-hmm. Oh, I suppose it sounds a lot like Queen. I <laughs> yeah, it was totally Queen. <laughs> yeah, but I, you know, I was like eight. I know? suppose I wouldn't. I didn't know. I was uh, a teenager. Yeah, I wouldn't have known that was Queen. Thirteen. Good old Queen. Yeah. I hear that movie is fantastic. Right, Bohe- Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. right now has just come out. Yeah. I hear yeah. it's uh, my my, I, I've my heard family the same all thing. went, and I've heard. Uh, that I just heard it was great. Yeah, Firestarter. I wonder who that girl was in Finder. Firestarter. It's like we don't have mobile technology or internet technology right at the tip. I don't want to be yeah, plugging away on the computer. I, well, I don't either. We'll figure it out, Firestarter. But uh, that was a that was a big movie uh-huh. that no one ever talks about. Right. Right. I mean, that's not like some cult mm-hmm. classic. Wasn't there a car movie around that time too, where the car would kill people? Like, yeah, that you, was what was the name of that movie? That was Carrie? like Sissy, Sissy Spacek. Yeah, I think yeah. that was Carrie. Yeah, is that right? Yeah. And how'd that car kill people? Like, you get in the car, right? Oh, jeez, I don't. I remember that movie. See, I I wouldn't have been allowed to watch scared. that movie when I was young. Uh huh. I just knew of its existence. Right. And I think I've seen like on late night television clips. From uh-huh. it, but I don't really know that movie. But I think the car was possessed and would run. It was over, right? possessed, yes. Like it was, That's it was right. alive. It would run, like someone would get the car, they'd go out, you know, get a soda, and then the car would run them over <laughs> while they're walking back or something. <laughs> <So> engaging <laughs> sounds sounds awful. Um, oh, I bet it's. What was the one where Sissy Spacek was locked in the? Um, they're all gonna laugh at you. She was locked in. Oh, locked is that everyone prom? In. Oh, it was about prom, but that wasn't the homecoming name of the movie. prom. Prom queen. Uh. Or is that who was prom queen? Do you remember that? Where the <laughs> no, I think where she's sort of like the prom queen, and then she kills everyone at the high school. Yeah, locks locks, locks all the, the dance but she, with her mind. Yeah, yeah. Who's that? That was Sissy Spacek. She terrified me when I was young. Yeah. Um, that was a good God, movie too. I, but they were all laughing at her. I and, think, and, at prom. and she kept hearing her mother's voice in the back of her mind right. saying, "They're all gonna laugh at you. They're all gonna laugh yeah. at you." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then they did. <laughs> and then they did. And then she killed him. Well, because they poured a, like a bucket of pig's blood over her head That's or something. Right. It was awful. What a horrible God, what movie. A, I know. You know what else was terrifying? I mean, now that we're remembering the movies. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Movies from the mid early early eighties that that like I wasn't necessarily supposed to watch, but mm-hmm. I caught anyway. Like yeah, but how'd you catch them? They weren't on TV. No, I think we had like one. Like if you go to the movies, you probably saw a preview. No, I or never. a commercial maybe. No, no, they. Uh, first of all, Jim, they did they, they even had have TV? Com- they had TV back then. Well, I know that. <laughs> But did they have movie commercials for those movies? I don't remember. I don't remember either. I think, so, you know, we were, oh, God, we grew up pretty rural. And, yeah. And without a lot of, uh, you know, we didn't have a lot of stuff when I was a kid. It was pretty. Right. I mean, the tail end of the 70s looked a lot like the old dirt roads everywhere and stuff. It felt like right. anyway. Yeah. But and we were up in Bemidji, which is even more rural. Yeah, rural and yeah. quiet and all that. But I remember, I remember that we had one one year uh, HBO. Like if you signed up for something, you got you HBO. were fancy. Well, we you got HBO for like three months for free as a trial or something like that. Yeah, they were doing that even way back when. Right. And so I think it was like one summer of my life when I was eight years old that we had HBO and it was shortly after my folks divorced. And I think that like my brother and I probably just watched every movie that we were never supposed to watch. Supposed to watch, yeah. Um, See, we didn't have that. We had, I remember 
well, we had a movie theater, you know, yeah. Brookdale Mall. So growing up in Crystal, well, I, I mean, don't know we, if you we, were if when you were. I remember seeing those movies, though, in the actual movie theater. I would say in the late 70s, though, I don't think they had, like, like cable no, HBO. We, I think and HBO we definitely really did not have that. I mean, we were way no, I'm, behind. I'm looking it up. We had a, I mean, we had a black and white TV until, you know, high school. Yeah. I yeah. mean, when we got a color TV, it was kind of a big deal. So with uh, a remote. God, that sounds old, huh? So HBO started in 1972, but um, I'm going to see when it launched nationally. We had Spectrum TV. That was sort of oh, like a man. kind of a cable type thing. Right. And then my next door neighbors had MTV. I mean. Oh, I remember MTV was the same sort of thing. Like, I feel like. Oh, Whether once, it was HBO watching out. Flash Gordon late at night yeah. or or MTV, like I was seeing things that I shouldn't see for sure. Right. You know, Madonna. Yep. God, that lady. Well, I remember. I mean, I was remember that generation. seeking Susan? For sure. I still am. <laughs> <laughs> still There's still, no doubt about still it. Still haven't found Susan? <laughs> I'm still looking for her. Someday, it. of course you are. Yeah, play, plays big in your mind, huh? Eh? Right. Oh, that's Susan. That's yep. Susan. Wasn't Madonna Susan? Wasn't that the um, deal? Who was the other person in that movie? It was um, Patricia Arquette. No kidding. How's Look that? Look at you. Hey, like I, I mean, right? Yeah. Of course, I would know that. Yeah, still one of the Susan. few things that I probably know. Oh, and uh... I might be wrong though. <laughs> yeah, but for our purposes, you're totally right. <laughs> we're not, we're not really that concerned with our correctness on these old. I'm not. Uh, which you know, uh, sort of proves the point about about our Andalin endeavor or our legacy endeavor, right? I know. That, we like, could just pull up. Our you legacy. never remember anything, anyway. No. Like, oh, I, mean, I definitely don't. No, nah, I don't either. Like. No. Like when someone says, you know, oh, this was, this was made by your great great grandfather, and <laughs> and they did this and that, and then like, you could ask me, you could ask me a day later, and I'd have the story wrong, for sure. Oh, this the false memory is what that's called. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah, I I think that the bulk of mm-hmm. mine. Do you remember your youth? Well. Well, we talk about it Vividly. every now and then. Yeah. yeah. I mean, as, as any listener would know, I mean, it's very <laughs> fragmented. And it's, yeah. and I kind of, you know, no, I don't, I mean, I remember certain things, right? Yeah. Like super clear. Certain I can remember events. them. Like we were talking the other day about TV sitcoms, right? Yeah. But then there's like this kind of gap. Like I think you kind of remember the early, uh, there's definitely, I'm sure someone, if we had the right person to interview, they would have some sort of scientific research that, you know, oh, eight to 12, you know, your memory is a little bit better than. Sure. You mean you there's know. smart people out there? Right, exactly. Uh, no, I th- But you remember certain events and then other things you just kind of can't remember. No, that's true. I mean, I very vividly remember certain things, but, but like, well, I'll tell you what, let me rephrase that, Okay. Do you do you revel in the remembrance of your youth? Yes. So, and specifically, this is something where Sarah and I talk a lot about is that, and I think we, we all do, and this is part of Andalin too, it's like your childhood home. You and I have talked about, I mean, we build structures, physical right. structures for families, and the importance of the memories that go into those childhood homes. You know, when we're dealing with clients with kids, I mean, their entire life is being brought up, and you never forget your bedroom. You know how you've got your See, things I arranged. See, I think I have a different take you, on that. Though. Yeah, you do maybe. Because Sarah and I definitely have the same take. Yeah, and and um, in case my parents listen, it's not my parents' divorce that that makes me not revel the memories of my youth, mm-hmm. or revel in the memories of my of my youth. But it's. 
it's not their divorce. That's not it. It's not, it's not a childhood, not, uh, well, you know, lived or something (laughs) like I, I had a fine childhood. Right. But, um, I think the turbulence, like, like, I think I, my, my memories of my youth got, got swallowed up in the turbulent nature of the years post divorce. Sure. So like, I can imagine my own children now having been 11 years, nine years, two and a half years in the same house, you know, like my boys have a a deep connection to the room that they are in. They, I built, I built a bed for Tyson that he's slept in his entire life since he's been sleeping in a bed. Yeah. When I was a kid, um, it was a whirlwind of moves from, from the time I was five years old until, well, really, really throughout most of my youth. Because, yeah. because as my parents, but well, I'm going to make this all about me. <laughs> it's like a sad time, but sad. Times. Yeah. Sad time with Sam. <laughs> but, um, as the, uh, as they put their new lives together, they were making decisions that would have been, they always considered us, you know, my parents treated my older brother and I very well, everything was good, but they would have been making decisions on, on kind of how to make the best move for their, their new family. So like, I don't know. I mean, I had, I had a different room probably every six months or every year for, all right, I got a question for you. Yeah. So during those moves though, did you move uh, I mean, did you have friends that stayed friends during those moves? Not, not often. Okay. Because I also have memories, like great memories of like my best friends. Like we would spend, like my friend Dave had the greatest bedroom because he had a record player in his bedroom. He had oh, his own sure. record. So we would just hang out. We had a sitting area, just chilling. We would read magazines, BMX magazines. Hit parader. Oh, oh, I can just you know. see you Oh, you can just picture yeah. us. Just a couple uh, of suburban uh, listening to Black Sabbath and uh, Ozzy God, Osbourne, Van Halen, that uh, whole scene. Just chilling, right? Yeah. How just, old are you at that point? Like 13, 12, 12, yeah. that, 12 years I think old. Things, 13 things years old. Mostly stabilized by that point. Right. For me. And that's, I guess those are my, you know, those are the real core things. Like the earlier ones are not as much, you know, we're not hanging out as much. Right. You know, but those are, those are the years that I kind of, you know, drift back to loving sort of those I had a friend, summers. I had a friend in Monona that would have been at Shank Elementary, I believe. Yep. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. I'm right about that. And that was uh, George Meyer. And that was sort of like George Meyer. Uh, well, I think we got into a fight. Like, I think he wanted to beat me up when I moved to school. Right. I would have been in fifth grade. And I think um, that was the first time I had a guy like who was a long term kind of close buddy. Yeah. And. And it was really just that entire year, but we were really close. And then I think maybe my dad, like I, I'm sixth grade, I would have been back in Minnesota, but I think maybe I was in in that area during the summers for a few years. Mm-hmm. And so we would hang out each summer. So I like that was long-term friendship. Right. Um, but I lost track of him years ago and I haven't ever found him again. Like I, I've looked. You have? Oh yeah, I've looked on Facebook. I've tried. I even tried calling. I don't know. This would have been a couple of years ago. Tried calling uh, the Myers that live in and around that area because I know he had kind of a big family. But um, yeah, I've never. I've never been able. Googled him too. Uh, Yeah, but I. You know. Yeah. It's not that uncommon a name. Right. Good luck. That one's tough. You know. Um. And then, and then my buddy Sam Stair, who I maybe met, gosh, maybe, oh, I, I think I even met him the year before uh, living in an apartment building. But I happened to, when I moved back 
to Wisconsin and went to McFarland, he had, and his family had moved out to McFarland. Right. And so we sort of instantly recognized each other and became good friends again. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably the oldest remaining friendship. Sure. That I, I cause we're yep. still, we're still friends on Facebook and you know, if I needed to, I could call him up and say, hi. so, but so, you have a direct, I mean, you remember a childhood thing where you're, we're hanging out in, you know, their house or bedroom or, oh. or just even a place. Like I remember hanging out at the park. That was all family. You know? The, the, yeah. the stable, the stable parts of, of my existence back then that, you know, like yeah. that I could really count on yeah. would have been hanging out at my cousin's house, hanging okay. out at my grandparents' house with my cousins and the right. neighborhood kids. Like yep. my parents maybe moved around a lot yep. and therefore my bedroom changed, yeah you know, my, my, the house changed the apartment wherever we were changed right but we would always find our way back to grandma and grandpa's house and play under the stairs in the same yeah spot or okay like get it you know yep so i have i have those types of memories but they just they they weren't ever present they were uh they were in sporadic yeah, right in, intermittent yep. yep yep in flux yes totally so in to flux mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. yeah did you grow up did you live predominantly in one or two houses or whatever growing up or one house one house yeah yeah one house yeah when did when did your folks uh when did your folks adopt you how old were you oh you know i was just a few months old an infant yeah okay infant so you never you never knew anything different no i mean we lived in a house three blocks from so we yeah when they adopted me i was you know in this house they moved three blocks over to a bigger house when they adopted my brother and you know, but I was like two years old when. They yeah, moved. you don't so, recall any. Of that. No, not so, at all. So, so you your your life was spent in one residence, one house, up until uh, like you know they moved. I think it was a year after I graduated high school, up north, Perham, Minnesota. Perham, Minnesota. Did you graduate from Perham? No, uh-uh. no, you graduated, graduated from, from Crystal Cooper. Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> Quality. Uh, I'm sure it's a great place now, you know? Yeah, it's, it's quality. All Cooper, it's all good. Quality. High school. Hey, you know, it is what it is, hey. and it's all good. Good things come out of every place. Right. So that's why, you know, I think it's interesting, because when you do grow up in one house, sort of, you know, like you really have this weird attachment to it, and that's why there's a lot, you know, people want to go back to their childhood house sometimes. Well, remember when we were talking and, about through yeah. kinetic cutting a piece of the house out and framing well, it? Well, I was going to go with that. A, yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. I think that's interesting if you could go back, you know, in even to the house that we had in Perm. I mean, you know, I would love to cut a section out of my childhood house and then sort of, you know, that's like a piece of art. Like yeah. I would, it would become a sculpture for right. me. Right in my current house, which I think would be really cool. I I think there's something interesting about actually physically touching something that that reminds you of the past. And all of these conversations are things that we've had. Yeah, you know, I remember for a long, a long time. time ago, but, you know, but these are the inspiration to where we, you know, also started thinking about digital space and in this, you know, being oh, able totally. to house you know things that are precious to you. Well, I mean, I think if I I can imagine that if I got put into, like if, if I went back to Waconia, Minnesota, mm-hmm. which I lived in Waconia the last time I was six years old, probably, right? Right. Uh, but if you, I wouldn't be able to tell you which street the house is that we lived in. I could maybe get you close. Right. In, you know, if, if uh-huh. the grade school is still in the same place. Right. I could maybe get you close to where I think the house was yeah um because we walked to school and then i and then if the house still existed and our we lived on the second floor it was like broken into a duplex or whatever if the house still exists then i could show you my room and i could i could go probably into the closet because mm-hmm. i used to play i loved yeah. the closet yeah 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 yep. and uh and probably remember having 
fond memories of having been there. Right. You and know? kind of playing in that environment. Yeah. But, but the rest of the house, I probably couldn't tell you very much. Right. I wouldn't recognize. But like when I think back on it, so like if you could, I wonder if you could reproduce that closet without me knowing. Right. If, if I found that closet, like let's say that closet now existed in my current home. We've never talked about anything like yeah, that, yeah. but let's say it now existed in my current home, but it was the same closet from yeah. back then. Yep. Uh, would I recognize it as that closet? I'd like to think that I would. You know? Well, that's the, so that's part of what we were talking about. Like if you could cut a piece of the house or remove the piece of the house that meant something to you, mm-hmm. you know, it'd be interesting, you know, if everyone could take a chunk out of the house that means something to them, you know, well, think about and then the, you replace that chunk with like a, um, like a resin material. Like if you were a current person, you know, right. it'd just be like this negative. You know, it'd be a clear space that's been cut out that someone took, oh, like a look memory. At, look at you, you know? artist man. No, I know, right, yeah, yeah. right. But that would be really interesting. Well, I think you know, like, like let's it, look at the not too distant future, right? Like exact, you, yeah. you could go, you could go into Andalin. Well, you could go into Andalin, but you could also like, and and even within Andalin, um, because what we're building is the, the digital representation of a physical space. And we know this totally. And, and that physical or that digital space that we're building, we describe as a house or a museum or whatever. Mm -hmm. Right. And we know that, uh, that not artificial intelligence. What am I trying to think of? Uh, the, the VR, VR, thank you. Yep. Yeah, virtual reality will put mm-hmm. you into places, whatever. So, yeah. it, it's entirely possible that you could go take a little thing, put it on the floor. It would take three sixty photos of yep. my little closet. Right? Well, and we'd use. I mean, with architecture right now, if we go in, I mean, you, Matterport, you know, cameras, the three D yep. sort of sensing cameras, they can scan and digitize the whole space, right? You know? So you scan and digitize my little closet. Yep. And then, and there it is. Boom! You push Bam. a little button, and there it is. All and then you're little... in VR. Yep. You're back. Or 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 three D print it exactly yeah. as I remembered it. You uh-huh. know, like um, that's which... very Star Trek. Oh God! It's so, you know? it's so weird that we're getting to this point. Yeah. But but I mean, think I... about it. We 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 just went the whole gamut, right? We start with ET and his little phone home. We're talking about speak and spell right? right i mean this is all things that we're this CNC, is our speak and spell well it's <laughs> it's our entire life i mean we go from a corded phone right right and now you and i are sitting here developing you know basically an app that also has you know we can already see the future of our app in vr oh and i'm i mean uh, that's pretty amazing in a lifetime i'm audio engineering the eighth most popular Podcast, uh, podcast in the world uh, in the world yeah <laughs> completely delusional <laughs> no you know where the eighth comes from oh god no when uh <laughs> when we, were, we worked in azerbaijan and we got we got jobs at this resort and they had a big concentric circles mm-hmm. pool yeah with a with like a swim up bar in the middle and all that sounds nice yeah, it, with the promise of it was way greater than than what they actually delivered to us. Um, the the it wasn't that it wasn't well designed. It was that you know building this in a in a country with that much graft and corruption. It was a real big endeavor. Let's say that. Sure. So anyway, but in the in the, in the brochure in the brochure it said eighth largest pool in the world and. I was, I was like, wow, that's really like, we're working at the place with the eighth largest, biggest pool, eighth largest pool in the world. Wow. Um, so I asked, uh, Amir and Dariush about it and Dariush was like, oh yeah, no one checks whether it's the eighth or not. So if we, (laughs) so they just make it up. Yes. They said like, if we had, if we had said, the second largest pool or the third largest or the, or for sure the first, like someone would have called us on it, but right. he's like, you print eighth. 
Nah, no one cares. <laughs> so that's yeah, this hilarious. is hilarious. <laughs> I kind of like your accent with it too. Yeah. That's oh, I love Dariush. Yeah. <laughs> oh, these, we had such a good time. Dariush, Amir. All right, so this is people. the eighth largest podcast. Yeah, in that popularity. You can, you can just say it. Well, I mean, we might want to go with eighteenth. Yeah, eighteenth. Oh, better. we want to get. We we should get out of the top twenty. Yeah, we yeah. should. Yeah, because because anything because if they're gonna. If anyone's going to do any research, they're going to come up with the 10 most popular podcasts on, uh-huh. or 20, top 20 podcasts for your viewing pleasure. No, listening pleasure. Like the last time I looked, I think we were like around 32. 32? Or yeah. we were the 32nd most Yeah. <laughs> I mean, which I didn't really want to brag about. So, but that's kind of where we're at. <laughs> Hello. Speaking of 32, this is 32 minutes in. We'd better shut this down. But All right. Uh, I, I love that you uh, that you very quickly came up with uh, with. Well, I googled it. Yeah, you researched. Thirty <laughs> second most popular podcast podcast in the world. Just All remember, right. legacy matters. <laughs> Thank you. All right, bye. Bye. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. We love comments and feedback, so go ahead and let us have it. If you'd like to learn more about Andolin and other legacy projects, visit the website at andolin.app or kineticlegacy.us. Take care.